the point of the book, when you're the leader of the organization, is getting a high enough level view to know what you need to do to buy the best of breed tools, to implement best of breed administrative controls or procedures and policies around password complexity requirements and putting in cybersecurity awareness training. Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. If you've been listening this year, you know that we hit 1,600 episodes at the beginning of this year, and we're doing something a little bit different where we're repurposing our favorite episodes around certain categories, topics, or as I like to call them, the business pillars that we think are going to be extremely impactful for CEOs, entrepreneurs, business owners, and what I like to call the CB Nation architects who are looking to level up their organizations. This month, we are focusing on operations. The system Systems will set you free. So think about systems, think about flow, sustainability, potentially working out in your morning routine, waking up early, e-commerce, different business models. Think of the operations and the models that basically set up the foundation to allow the creativity within organizations, but also to make sure the trains are running on time and things are going as they should. Now, this is extremely important because we often can turn to the sexy parts of business and forget about the operations and how important that is. So I really want to focus this month on this specific topic. So sit back and enjoy this special episode of the IMCEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO podcast. I have a very special guest back on the show. I have Tom Kirkham of Iron Tech Security. Tom, super excited to have you back on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me back. Always enjoyed it. Yes, definitely enjoyed it. And there's so many, you know, great things that you're working on and so many kind of tools and tips and tidbits and even stories that you have that I'm excited to have you back on the show. But of course, before we jumped into that, I wanted to read a little bit more about Tom so you can hear a little bit more about him and all the awesome things he's doing. And Tom is the founder and CEO of Iron Tech Security. He provides cyber security defense systems and focuses on educating and encouraging organizations to establish a security first environment with cybersecurity training programs for all workers to prevent successful attacks. Tom brings more than three decades of software design, network administration, computer security, and cybersecurity knowledge to organizations around the country. And Tom recently published a new book titled The Cyber Pandemic Survival Guide, Protecting Yourself from the Coming Worldwide Cyber War. Tom, again, excited to have you back on the show, my friend. Are you ready to speak to the IMCL community? Yes, let's do it. Let's make it happen. So I wanted to, to rewind the clock here a little bit more since you last been on the episode. Could you take us through a little bit more on what you've been working on, what your CEO story is, and what let you get started with the awesome work you're doing? The big project was getting the book wrapped up and finding a publisher and all of the things that go along with that. So we released it, gosh, officially July 29th. And it was on the Amazon. It was a number one new release for about three or four weeks got a lot of great positive feedback on it. And if you're a member of Kindle Unlimited, you can actually read it for free on your Kindle if you're in that if you're in that subscription. But there's a paperback and a and an ebook version as well all on Amazon. 
Nice. I, I definitely appreciate you being able to, first of all, congratulations, but definitely love that you get able to package all that information. July 29th is my mom's birthday, so that's a very special day for many ways. Now I have another one to add on, but I love that you've been able to give so much information and package it into the book. So I would love to hear a little bit more about what you do, but also want to hear definitely more on what we can find in the book so that we can, of course, pick it up. For those of you that don't know about Kirkham Iron Tech or Iron Tech Security, we have two divisions. One of them which is the 20 plus year old part of it is what's known in the business as a managed services provider. It's basically an outsourced IT staff for small to medium sized businesses. And actually we're getting larger and larger businesses all the time because not only is it very cost effective to outsource your IT, even if you've got hundreds of people, a good MSP is going to have very, very expensive tools to properly manage that environment. So it's really great if you, you've got just a couple of IT people, but you've got 500 people to support, you'll see those environments outsource a lot. And those IT people just are there as a symphony conductor, whether they're outsourcing help desk or cybersecurity. Now, Iron Tech Security is a managed security services provider. Much the same thing, but the focus is completely on providing enterprise-grade cybersecurity defenses and training and pen testing, vulnerability assessments, and all of that so you, you, you can get your company, you understand where your company is today and what you need to do to really ramp up the protection for really all the stakeholders in the company. It's, it could be your clients or customers, but it's also your employees. For many of you, it could be your community, your state. There's a lot of different moving pieces there that making your company and yourself safe is, is critical to the longevity of the company. I wanted to write the book, not for my peers, or other InfoSec specialist, but for that small business owner or medium-sized business president, CEO, or whatever, and put it in real-world terms. And I figured the best way to do that was to wrap a fictional story around it. But what I'm really proud about in the book is it does a really good job of illustrating the failure in management and leadership that led to the entire attack. And that's usually what it is. And I hate to say it like that. Hoping it doesn't happen to you or your company is not a strategy. And good leaders always have a strategy. They understand their risk. It's so you buy insurance. Many businesses have liability insurance, errors and omissions, medical malpractice insurance, and on and on and on. Of course, you got building and everything else. But, and that just seems like just a normal business management decision. You're being prudent. If the worst thing happens, at least insurance will help make us whole. But the vast majority of small business people don't know where to go to get the best cybersecurity stuff. And you really should go to a specialist. And, and it is outside the scope of IT. Yeah, it's a different skill set. It's a different experience. It's actually a different objective. My goal is to not make everyone that reads it a cybersecurity expert. The point of the book, when you're the leader of the organization, is getting a high enough level view to know what you need to do to buy the best of breed tools, to implement best of breed 
administrative controls or procedures and policies around password complexity requirements and putting in cybersecurity awareness training. And then you're fulfilling your obligation to be a, a, a leader in the company. But, but the key critical thing to it is just impressing upon people the sheer depth of the problem. And these are all industry standards. It's not just me saying you need to put these things in place. The White House says it. It's part of the NIST cybersecurity framework, National Institute of Standards and Technologies. Those of us in the business understand that these are just best practices. And it's the cost of doing business these days. So by me writing the book and coming on your podcast and speaking engagements and things like that, my, my role is to educate as many people as I possibly can. Well, I definitely appreciate you obviously coming on the show, but definitely all the work that you did. You know, I love that you're able to arm the people with that information. So would you think that I call it the secret sauce, the thing you feel either sets you or the organization part and makes it unique? Is it your ability? And I'm thinking of like Aesop's fables of being able to take sometimes those lessons, those tools, that information to be able to simplify so that everybody can understand. Do you feel like that's something that definitely this book, other aspects of the things that you do, do you feel like that's kind of like what sets you apart and makes you unique? Yeah, absolutely. We frequently, almost constantly, walk into a, a prospect, a new environment, or even the existing clients, because we do periodic business reviews, because not only does technology change, but cybersecurity changes more and faster, and there could be a new threat this afternoon that's a new threat actor and all of that. But in these meetings with prospects and clients, our job is to explain it in such a manner that they can understand and okay this isn't going to be i get why we need it now or i get how it's going to be implemented i understand the impacts on the business and what risk we're shrinking down right you always want to minimize risk to the organization and if we just went in there or if i had done this with the book and it was just a dry technical discussion of implement these technical controls, these administrative controls, and these physical controls, and talk about the benefits and all of that. It, that I, it wouldn't have been as nearly as effective, and it really wouldn't have, it, it, well, it certainly wouldn't have illustrated the management and leadership component of it as well to impress upon them the need to make this positive decision for their organization. Yeah, absolutely. There's so many people that are involved and you have to be able to, to empower leaders to be able to think about all the different um, things that are going on within an organization. So I think that's huge. And that might be like your CEO nugget. Do you have like a, a CEO hack, which is a little bit more something from your book or, or it could be something that you feel like makes you more effective and efficient that we can take away from your book? Your, your role and your responsibility is to set the vision and the overall strategy, understand, oh, there's, there's market opportunity here is to investigate it. And one of the things that I do is when I am truly confident that we're breaking into a new market and, and it's something no one else is doing, it's unique, it's risky, you got to be a risk taker or else you're not going to be a good leader right? Imagination, creativity is all part of it. A lot of business owners are technicians. They were an accountant that worked for an accounting firm and then decided to hang their shingle out. Now that all of a sudden you've got to start wearing different hats and you've got in one of those is to look at the overall strategy. What are, what's going to be coming down the road five years down the road? 
if everyone doesn't share your vision, no, no amount of commanding is going to make it a successful launch into a new endeavor. Everyone's not swimming in the same direction or flying in the same formation. I guess that's a nugget. But yeah, yeah, I, th I think that and, and it all works together with servant leadership and all of that. Absolutely. I think you really are able to, you know, drill down deep and understand what does success and winning mean for each individual person and being able to dial into that so that that ties into the overall vision that you have. Real key is it is this somebody that everyone in the organization is going to enjoy working with and it's going to make everyone better at their job and their their personal lives and their professional lives if you're running a business and there's a lot of drama around the office you need to question what, what kind of culture are you setting that's i would say in my belief that that's that's not a very productive environment and you're costing your company a lot of money yeah, absolutely. And I think that uh, I, I love that you said that because I think sometimes when you're thinking I'm bringing on the summer intern, so it's going to be for a few months and then they're going to be gone and go back to school, whatever it might be. But I think if you start to look at that force multiplier, for lack of a better term, you start to see the impact that that person, whether it be the intern, whether it be the new person that's going to handle accounts or, you know, whatever that title might be, at the end of the day, that impact, just like we talked about from a cyber security standpoint, is going to carry on, not just from that three months. It's going to carry on and on and on. So you have to be so um, aware and I think very, you know, diligent about, you know, who you're bringing into that culture because it will stay with that culture beyond sometimes even when that person's there. Yeah, absolutely. That is, and, and sometimes they come in as an intern and they think they want to do something else, maybe with a publicly traded company, be a small fish in a big pond or whatever the stability, so to speak, whatever that means these days. <laughs> and, and then they discover that not only do, do they really enjoy certain aspects inside of our company, but then they go, well, I want to do professional development here and contribute to the culture because I really enjoy working here. And it's not unusual for a Fortune 500 company here in town to pick up somebody and hire them away from us. And then two or three years later, they come, they come back to us. And uh, there's one in particularly local that it, it seems like it's like a door going there and a door coming back. I, in fact, I've, the first time I hired somebody from them was over 30 years ago, and he works for us today. So mm -hmm. it, it, it's just a real interesting deal. So. But I'm happy for them. If, they, if, that's, if that's part of their goals in life, it doesn't change our relationship. It, it impacts us, yeah, when they leave. But that happens. That happens in life. And uh, my objective is to make sure that we do everything as we, as we can as a company to address whatever, whatever goal or objective, whatever they're missing in our company is. There's something we can do about that. Truly appreciate that definition and perspective. And of course, I appreciate your time even more. So what I wanted to do now is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a copy of the book, find about all of y'all some things you and team are working on as well. It's on Amazon. You can search my name or cyber pandemic and it'll take you right to it. You can find me on LinkedIn and all that stuff. But my the, the company is irontechsecurity.com. I have a website where 
uh, it's TomKirkham.com where we promote the book and speaking engagements. If anyone's interested in having me speak in front of their organization, just reach out with that and we can see what we can do for you. Same thing with webinars. If you're part of a society or we deal with engineering societies, accounting society, bar associations. Nice. I absolutely love that. Of course, we're going to have the links and information in the show notes so that everybody can reach out and, and connect with you. Of course, get a copy of the book as well, too. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Alrighty. Thank you very much. And it was my pleasure being here. It really is. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I am CEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Want to level up your business even more? Read blogs, listen to podcasts, and watch videos at cbnation.co. Also, check out our I am CEO Facebook group. This has been the I am CEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.